0: Hello, and welcome to the Welligant Woman Podcast, a place for women over 40 who are ready to transform midlife, reimagine what's possible, and make each new decade better than the last. I'm your host, Karen Viesta, certified health and life coach. And after going through my own midlife reinvention, I can honestly say that I now experience more energy, vitality, confidence, and joy than I ever have before. Each week, I'll be sharing information, inspiration, and strategies to help you do the same. Let's get started. Well, hello, everybody. I hope everyone has had a really nice weekend. I am actually recording this at the end of the weekend, which is unusual for me, but I just had such a jam-packed week and weekend that this is the first chance that I've had to Uh, To record. So I'm excited to share with you some of what I've been working on. I have spent some time this week working on a redesign of my email newsletter. Now, I, I have an email newsletter that goes out every Thursday. In fact, many of you are already subscribers. And in that newsletter, I usually chat a bit about what's on my mind and about the podcast episode that comes out that day. But I've decided to redesign it, and to pack it with even more value. Um, going forward, what I, what I plan to do is to include some short videos from time to time with you know, what I call pocket coaching, little mindset tools and tips. Um, I love to cook and I'm always trying new recipes, so I'd love to be including a lot more of those, you know, the ones that I try and like, and also products that I love, whether that's skincare, Accessories, you know, stuff for the home, and this was kind of motivated by something I had done a couple of weeks back, where um, in the newsletter I, I had mentioned that I kind of undertook this kitchen reorganization. <laughs> I, my pantry and my fridge, desperately needed to be cleaned out and organized, so. So, I did that. And in the process, I found some products on Amazon that really helped. I had you know these rolling shelves for the fridge and some some bins for the pantry. Um, anyway, they were they were super helpful, and I had shared you know which products I was using, which which products I had used. Um, and so many of you responded to tell me that you really like when I do that, that you like when I Um, you know, give product recommendations and and recipes and things like that. So my goal is to make it a little more personal and almost like a little e-magazine. I I do not take it for granted that you spend this time with me every week listening to the podcast, and I want to provide as much value to you as I can. Um, I know that inboxes are really full. I totally appreciate that. And I know firsthand that when you commit to doing this work, to getting your mind right, and getting really healthy, and creating the life that you want, the more tools and inspiration you have, the easier it is. So I want these newsletters to be not only really fun to read, but also providing you with tools and support to keep you motivated and inspired on this journey. So if you are not already a subscriber, what are you waiting for? go to welliganwoman.com forward slash newsletter and get on my list. Um, do not wait because there are all kinds of good things coming this spring. I will for sure be running my glow up challenge again. So that's coming down the pike. I also would love to do um, maybe a style workshop or master class, you know, again, some, some free workshops and things. Um, just, hitting on some of the topics that I know you guys are interested in and and I know you enjoy in the podcast. So anyway, uh, as I said, if you're not already a subscriber, make sure to register and get on that list and you'll be the first to know when those things open up. So on to today's topic. Um, You may remember, because I believe I referenced it in an earlier episode, but not too long ago, my boyfriend Joe and I watched the Netflix documentary series, Live to 100, Secrets of the Blue Zones. And uh, if you're not familiar with it, in the early 2000s, there was a man, Dan Buettner, I believe I'm pronouncing his name correctly. Uh, he traveled the world to uncover the secrets to longevity. And in particular, he traveled to the five places on earth where people have the longest lifespan and the longest health span. Meaning, not only do they live longer lives than most people, many of them living you know, well past 100, but they remain healthy and vital right up until their death. And the five places are Okinawa, Japan, Sardinia, Italy, Costa Rica, Loma Linda, California, and Icaria, Greece. So after watching that series, um, it was funny because I realized that I had an example of just such a person in my own life, and that was my grandmother on my father's side. Her name was Ida, and she lived a long, vibrant, and healthy life until she passed at the age of 103 years old. And she passed, I want to say maybe eight or 10 years ago. Um, In fact, when I think about her life and the lessons that she taught me, and, and she taught me and so many others, because people were always asking her what her secret was, I realize that she was an example of not only how to live a healthy life, but how to live a rich, satisfying, and fulfilling life as a woman in a world that you know, certainly in her lifetime, but even still is mostly run by men. She was an example of how to live long, but also, and, and more importantly, how to live deep. That is to say with vitality, pleasure, passion, and purpose. She was a fascinating and inspiring woman who lived so fully. She didn't take anything for granted and she experienced joy and pleasure so deeply that she just became a magnet for it. And it showed. It showed on her face. It showed in her energy and in the way she carried herself. And, you know, I I had no idea at the time. I didn't have the idea for Well Woman until years after she passed. But she was like the OG of the Well Woman. Everywhere she went, people were shocked by her age. Um, And by the way, she didn't lie about it or hide it. She shared it proudly. And people always commented on how great she looked and how capable and energetic she was. She really just lit up a room. And so everybody naturally wanted to know how she did it. As a kid, you know, of course, you don't really appreciate these things. Um, I appreciated many things about my grandmother, but I had no concept of what a 75 or 80-year-old should look like or act like. So it didn't seem unusual to me that she was so vibrant and healthy and energetic. But as I got older and wiser, I suppose, I realized how unique and special she was. And of course, then I wanted to learn from her too. So I'll give you a little bit of the backstory um, before I share some of her secrets with you. My grandmother lived in Flushing, New York, which is just outside New York City. And when I was going for my master's degree, I attended Queens College, which was just a few blocks from my grandmother's apartment. Now, I was working full-time during the day and going to school at night. Oh, and by the way, I had a one-year-old at home. So do not ask me how I did all that, but you know, I, I consider it further evidence of the fact that when I want something badly enough, I make it happen. And so I would go to class one or two evenings every week. And before my class started, I would go to my grandmother's apartment and she would make me dinner. So I would have dinner with her, you know, at least once or twice a week. And I did this for a period of a few years. So there was lots of time spent talking with my grandmother and learning about her life and just hearing her wisdom. And so what I decided to do is I have gathered up 10 things that I remember my grandmother talking about whenever anybody asked her what her secret was. You know, these are the things she believed to be the fountain of youth. They are things that she shared with me over those weekly dinners. Some of them have to do with health, some with relationships, appearance, finances. You know, these are all things that contribute to a rich, vibrant, and inspired life. There are lessons in how to live long for sure, but they are also lessons on how to live deeply because let's face it, a long life is not nearly as satisfying if it's not deeply experienced, enjoyed, and appreciated. So here are some of the things that she was fond of saying and that she taught me. One of them is cook your own food. (laughs) Um, Now, you know, I will acknowledge that she grew up at a time when people just naturally didn't eat out as much. On top of which, her father was a butcher. And so, you know, she ate at home. And she learned early on the importance of quality ingredients, and she learned how to cook well. Although she was born here, her family was from Sicily. And if you know anything about Sicilian cuisine, um, it's it's Different from the cuisine of mainland Italy. Um, It is not pasta heavy, uh, red meat heavy. In Sicily, they eat a very Mediterranean diet. It it really resembles the diet of, you know, the cuisine of Greece um, probably most closely. And so that's the way she cooked. And it was always about, you know, quality ingredients, simple preparations, you know, just really good, healthy food she also taught me to never identify as old. She never considered herself old. And in fact, we used to laugh about it because she lived in a senior community. There were two buildings that were connected and you know, it was, it was inhabited by senior citizens and they had lots of activities and things going on. And when she was well into her 90s, she would often talk about some of the quote-unquote old ladies in the building. And many times they were women who were far younger than she was, but she never identified as old. Um, and certainly she never let age hold her back or be an excuse for not doing the things she wanted to do. It was like age just did not register in her mind as a factor in anything. Um, and it's, it's really such a healthy Way to live, you know. I, I didn't realize just how healthy that mindset is until I began to get older. Um, you know, she just never identified as old. She was also fond of telling people to walk as much as you can. She loved walking, and she was lucky to live in a city that was very walkable. She walked every day. Uh, for she walked two miles every day up until she was a hundred years old. At a hundred, she started to have. Um, some bouts of vertigo and so she didn't walk quite as much or quite as far because you know she was afraid of falling but she attributed much of her health and vitality to that habit alone she also valued connection and she always you know told people the importance of connecting with others and being part of your community uh, it's another theme that came up a lot in the blue zones documentary this idea of community and connection my grandmother loved people she was fond of saying i have no enemies <laughs> and i think that reflected two things i think number 1 she she just loved people she loved to connect and she was a really good friend so she also uh, so so she always you know had a lot of people close to her people just wanted to be around her. She was really positive and, and just um, a lot of fun to be around. It also reflects the fact that I just don't think she gave any airtime to those who she didn't connect with. If she didn't like someone or they didn't like her, and I'm sure that that happened on occasion, she just didn't waste any time thinking about it. It was like it did, she just didn't even notice it, it seemed. She spent her time and energy on the people and things she loved. That was just always her focus. She also taught me to be a creative and interesting woman. You know, she, she had many hobbies and interests. She loved to knit. She did Tai Chi. She liked to travel. She loved playing card games and board games. And she ran several clubs and activities in her senior community. Um, she was active, creative, and interesting. And I think that was part of the reason that she could connect with anyone of just about any age, you know, she always had plenty of things to talk about. And she was just interesting. On top of which, she was always excited to learn and try new things. Um, And and it's amazing how that quality keeps us young. You know, I think, I think it really, and I, I mentioned this in a previous podcast episode, it really seems to be a sign of aging. When somebody shuts down that kind of desire to learn more, desire to, to try new things. You know, I I feel like people as they get older can become very set in their ways. And that really, you know, kind of works against us. I think if we're trying to remain young and vital and healthy, she also taught me to be independent. Um, She was an extraordinarily independent woman in part due to necessity. She lost her husband when she was a young woman she took care of him through a long illness and then he passed when she was i want to say in her late 30s and she was forced to go back to work and to raise two young boys by herself so when the time came that her sons were on their own and she had some time to herself she really valued that independence and she loved being single in fact i think i think she was really ahead of her time in this regard. Um, she used to talk about a man uh, a man she dated who proposed to her, and she just didn't want to get married again. And when I asked her why, because it seemed strange to me, she said that as much as she cared for him, she just didn't want to take care of anybody else. She had spent years doing that, and she loved being responsible only for herself. Um, and And in addition, she never let being single hold her back from traveling or from socializing or anything else. You know, she she led a very rich, full life, regardless of whether she had a partner or not. It made no difference to her whether there was somebody in her life. She filled her life with so many great experiences and just did everything she wanted to do. Related to that, um, she really believed that women should be financially literate and financially independent. Um, You know, being able to care for yourself and meet your own needs uh, is something that she prided herself on and she really, um, you know, recommended that other people do because she knew from experience that you never know what happens in life and there's a tremendous security in knowing that you can provide for yourself and your children if you need to. Now, you know, just to give you even a little more information about just how inspiring she was. When her husband, my grandfather, passed and she realized she had to get back into the workforce, you know, A, this was a time when, you know, women were not a big part of the workforce and, you know, she had to sort of figure out what to do, what her skills were, what she could contribute and so she was always she always loved to sew she was a very good seamstress she went to the garment district in New York City and got a job in a fashion house and it happened to be a fashion house that manufactured beautiful evening gowns Um, in fact they this factory made evening gowns for the likes of Jackie Kennedy Onassis and Marilyn Monroe you know they were a very reputable um, fashion house and she worked there and over the years worked her way up to the position of factory foreman. She was the first female factory foreman in that, uh, in that particular factory, which was something she, she was very proud of, you know, understandably so, and, um, and she really enjoyed. She always told people and shared with me and certainly lived this herself, Uh, not to accumulate a lot of stuff. Again, this is a philosophy probably born out of necessity because she lived in the city and didn't have a tremendous amount of space. She didn't collect a lot of stuff. uh, But more importantly, she just didn't identify herself by what she owned, but by who she was and what she did and how she lived. She also believed in taking pride in your appearance. Again, she was a dressmaker, right? So she appreciated fashion. She appreciated, you know, being put together. She got her hair done once a week. She always wore lipstick. She knew that how you care for yourself on the outside is a reflection of how you care for yourself on the inside. And she was a great, great example of that. And then finally, she taught me and so many others to own your success and celebrate yourself. She realized what an extraordinary woman she was, and what an interesting and extraordinary life she led. She didn't take any of that for granted, and she took credit for what she accomplished. She was very proud, you know, and she raised two amazing young men. She lived to see grandchildren and great-grandchildren. You know, she had incredible experiences, and she just loved and celebrated, you know, everyone and everything and life in general. And I really believe, and, and I know she believed that that was also, you know, one of her quote unquote secrets. I have no doubt that if she were here today, she'd be hyping me up to all of her friends. She would be brainstorming podcast topics with me and she would be just celebrating the hell out of all of it. So this is my little tribute to her and my desire to pass some of her wisdom on to you. You know, as you can see, she's had a tremendous influence on me and I know that I draw on her wisdom all the time. You know, I have heard her words and felt her presence during my toughest moments and my most joyful ones. Uh, as I said, she is truly the OG, well woman. So if I can leave you with one thing, I would say live long and live deep, my friends, and have a wonderful week. Hey, before I let you go, have you downloaded the Midlife Glow-Up Guide? In this guide, I walk you through 10 simple action steps, and you know how I love simplicity, that will take you from feeling tired and uninspired to feeling balanced, energized, and beautiful. In short, I'll help you get your mojo back. Simply click the link in the show notes or visit Welligantwoman.com forward slash glow and I'll send that right over to you. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Welligant Woman podcast. If you're enjoying the show, please don't forget to subscribe, and I'd love it if you would leave a five-star review and share it with others. Thanks again for tuning in, and I'll catch you in the next episode.